Brandon Lewis here. I'm excited to be coming to you live from Casa de Louis, uh, normally in the studios in an undisclosed location. We've got lots of Tennessee news going on, especially uh, the special session that we had this week in the lead up to the next special session. So if you care about freedom, if you care about liberty in the state of Tennessee, we've got big announcements. As we go through all of these stories, if you would, in the comments, section let me know where you are watching from and also comment on the stories as I cover them even if you watch them next week I always go back and read the comments I like to know where our uh, viewers lie on these issues I got a number of announcements and let me go through these in no particular order we just did our uh, one minute medical freedom survey that we sent out by email and text message. I hope you've had a time uh, to review that and fill it out. We've had over 1,300 Tennesseans fill that out. I'm putting that together so that we can send it out to the um, send it out to the medical committees, uh, Republican members, so that they can know where our subscribers stand on those issues. Uh, also. If you have not yet subscribed to our e-newsletter, please do go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com. I think there are links in the show notes where you can click there and get our e-news. Now, if you are a Yahoo or AOL subscriber, pay attention. I think we've been blacklisted uh, from both Yahoo and AOL. Big tech companies do not like conservative information. They do not like uh, when you share anything that has the word um, you-know-what in it. And when you do that, uh, they kick you out. So if you are a Yahoo or an AOL subscriber, go in and mark our domain as safe and that you want to get information from us if you've fallen off the list. Uh, and that's news at TennesseeConservativeNews.com. Uh, additionally, if you go to Let'sGoBrandonHat.com, <laughs> you can buy a red Let's Go Brandon MAGA hat. Uh, and when you do, uh, your donations help us do conservative journalism correctly in the volunteer state. And speaking of volunteering, uh, we're going to get into that here in a moment, how we can turn Tennessee back into a uh, volunteer state instead of so much of a mandate state. And of course, you can always go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com uh, slash support and help us there. We'll talk about that in a minute. Now, we're going to talk about some stories related to what's happened at the Tennessee legislature and a few things that have happened at the national level. However, what I really want you to be thinking about is paying attention to the Tennessee House and the Tennessee Senate Medical Committees. Uh, this is where all of the good legislation uh, was killed uh, by a few rhinos. Uh, and uh, the reason that we've had to endure six months of masking of children in schools, while we've had to endure uh, people losing their jobs because of vaccine mandates, uh, all that could have been handled in the, the general session. Uh, but we had some not uh, very conservative folks that maybe either made a little bit of money off the medical profession, had conflicts of interest, uh, or really think that corporations should be able to tell you what you can do with your body. And that's, that was just their viewpoint uh, six months ago. I think a lot of them have come over uh, to the viewpoint of their districts. So we're going to keep an eye on those and watch your email inbox for updates. Uh, let's get to the first story. House Republicans tackle medical freedom during special session of Ford uh, of the Ford mega site. Now, if you page or to the website and see that remarkable interview I did in transit with Representative 
Jason Zachary, who had a lot of guts, and uh, we're going to read about that in a moment. House members took the opportunity at the Ford Megaside Special, and as I mentioned in the comments section, please do uh, leave your comments to let us know uh, from whence you're watching this and comment as we go through these stories. So if you're up in Clark Range, Tennessee, like our media coordinator, Jason Vaughn, if you're in Memphis, if you're in Nashville, if you're in Chattanooga, if you're in Knoxville, uh, if, you're, if you're anywhere, please leave it in the comment section. Uh, House members took the opportunity at the Ford Megasite special session to move forward with their own proposal unrelated to the corporate welfare shindig initiated by Governor Lee. Representative Rusty Grills proposed a bill which was initially slated to provide unemployment benefits to individuals who are forced to quit their jobs because of COVID-19 vaccines by employers. Now that's all well and good. We would love to get uh, some unemployment relief, but the big thing honestly is that people should not have to choose between their uh, employer and their medical freedom and in fact when we look at the survey of the roughly 1400 people that have conducted uh, the survey what we found is that only about three to four percent of our subscribers which are conservative primary voters think that people should have to choose between their employment and their medical freedom back to the story amendments were made that would prevent governments and private entities from requiring that employees provide proof of vaccination, uh, ban schools from setting forth mask mandates, and provide employees uh, who were forced to take unpaid leave uh, absence for refusing the vaccine. So here's where we are. We, we got together to give Ford, which will likely bring unions into the state of Tennessee, uh, who are pushing a heavily subsidized green form of energy that does not have a whole lot of organic demand, but it is propped up by federal dollars. Uh, we gave them a bunch of money and a few folks like Jason Zachary and uh, Rusty Grills are like, hey, listen, uh, while we're up here giving away a whole bunch of taxpayer dollars, how about we actually address the things that people are begging for? Nobody begged Governor Lee. Nobody begged the state Senate. Nobody begged the House to get together and give away uh, almost a billion dollars in taxpayer money. Nobody begged for that. Just a big corporation begged for that. That's the only person that begged for that. Uh, but meanwhile, while Tennesseans are begging for relief, it's all we can do to even get the Senate to meet, which is so crazy. It just goes to show you how out of touch the Republican leadership, especially in the Senate, has been during this. It's an embarrassment. Uh, Representative Jason Zachary, who sponsored two of the three amendments to the bill, said, I can't come up here for a special session and not take steps to protect the people that I represent, he said. And you should go watch that video on the website. Just look for Jason Zachary, or uh, I think it may be uh, pinned for a moment uh, to the top of the Facebook page. The bill passed the committee with a vote of 12 to 5, split by the two parties. The House Clerk's Office approved the bill as part of the agenda this week. However, Lieutenant Governor Randy McNally's office did not agree, citing the lack of Senate support. So we'll see what happens next time. Randy McNally does not believe in, in medical freedom. He's not concerned about your concerns for medical freedom. He had to be dragged into this second special session next week. And uh, we really need new leadership in the Republican Senate. Next story. Legislature approves Ford's Blue Oval City. Governor Lee added to the Megasite board. Why not? I mean, while you're ruling with executive orders and endless uh, emergency powers, why not just stick yourself on a board at the same time? We, we definitely need that conflict of interest. The Tennessee legislature approved a $900 million incentive package for Ford Motor Company, 
Imagine what would happen in the state of Tennessee, guys, if we took that $900 million and instead of handing it to a, uh, a green energy-loving Ford Motor Company that also pushed back against voter integrity or, or for uh, pushed against election integrity in Georgia, you know, Ford's CEO issued this statement saying that the, the Georgia election integrity law was a terrible thing. And they also support an LGBTQ, whatever, you know, word, uh, acronym salad we've got, uh, agenda. And they are, they are full of unions and they are, they are pushing heavily subsidized green energy that there's not enough organic demand for to do at the, at the size that they're doing it, uh, were it not propped up by federal dollars. Boy, we got plenty of time for that. Imagine if they'd given that $900 million to, to the thousands of small Tennessee businesses that they forcibly shut down. And now we have about 24% fewer small businesses in Tennessee than we did. They're all about corporate welfare, but they're not much about small business welfare. And if you would, again, in the comments section, uh, Aaron Edwards says, can't believe any would. Uh, well, now you can believe it. Doug Jones says, your live feed gets getting interrupted searching for signal. Mm, that's not good. So hopefully we don't have have anybody pulling on the old internet here. Maybe we got a bad signal. I don't know. Uh, the Senate and the House passed the funding Wednesday for the campus dubbed Blue Oval City at the Memphis Regional Megasite, as well as the Megasite Authority, on a 27 to 3 votes and a 90 to 3 votes, respectively, with two abstentions per chamber. Both chambers later concurred on the legislation. Republican Senators Mark Pody, Kerry Roberts, and Janice Bowling, and Republican Representatives Tim Rudd, Terry Lynn Weaver, and Scott Sapicki voted against the project. And I talked to a few of these people, and um, I talked to a few of these folks. And they did it for the reason that a lot of Republicans would not support this, and that corporate welfare used to be something Republicans didn't get together for. They used to not get together for it. And I just saw some kind of notice uh, where the, the Republican House uh, caucus, I guess, called out Americans for Prosperity for calling this what it is, which is corporate welfare. And that's exactly what it is. And I always dislike it when the left lies about things. I don't like it when the right lies about it. Hold your nose, say that we have to do this in order to get it, and now it's just corporate welfare is, is a way of the world. But don't, don't try to pretend like people that subscribe to the Tennessee conservative are low information voters and they don't realize what corporate welfare is. This is corporate welfare. You can call it incentives, you can do whatever you want to, but this is corporate welfare. Republican Senator Paige Wally explained that one of these two uh, would be appointment between the speakers of the House and the Senate and the other would be the governor as an ex officio member. Next story, a mother's plea for justice for students in isolation at Williamson County Schools. And I'm sorry that the feed keeps pausing. I don't know. We may be having technical difficulties, the FBI, CIA, and, and other censorship organizations. Oh, and we also got PolitiFact censored uh, this week, which was very nice, uh, where they claimed that we posted something that had nothing to do with our post, and they later tagged our entire URL as associated with this unrelated item. And then Yahoo and AOL um, uh, starts bouncing our emails. I'm telling you, the moment that a conservative publication 
or news outlet becomes successful, they try to shut you down. And that's why you've got to go to conservative, uh, TennesseeConservativeNews.com and support us. Uh, click that red support button when you do. We'll send you two proud Tennessee conservative bumper stickers. Uh, I do this out of my back pocket because I believe in the mission. Uh, we'll also send you this directory and you can find your health committee members in the House and the Senate on this puppy and reach out to them and say, we want you to support things that get the volunteer state back to a volunteer state, get us back to normal. And we'll send you this proud Tennessee conservative tumbler. And if, if, the, if the House caucus uh, apparently and the Republicans put uh, corporate welfare in this and they dump it out it becomes some kind of uh, some kind of uh, really free market thing that does not subsidize Ford Motor Company with your taxpayer dollars I guess it magically changes uh, reality if you put that in here maybe that's what they did maybe they got one of these uh, proud Tennessee conservative tumblers for donating $50 and they put the corporate welfare in and what came out was something that was free enterprise I don't know this does have magical properties so maybe that's what they did back to the story here a mother of two girls who attended Williamson County School sent a letter to members of the Tennessee legislature and members of the Williamson County Board of Commissioners pleading for justice for her child being held in in-school suspension for not wearing masks beginning on October 4th her two girls ages 11 and 15 were sent to in-school suspension until they either wear masks or their mother signs an unlawful exemption form. I don't know what kind of state we're living in right now, guys. Shameful. The way that these boards have treated children throughout this pandemic and the legislature allowing it for as long as they have and the governor allowing it for as long as, as they have, it's, it's shameful. They are receiving no instruction, this mother claims. They are intentionally being isolated. They are only allowed two pre-scheduled bathroom breaks. What is this, prison? At least in prison, you got a toilet in your cell. In her letter, the parent cited the landmark case of Brown versus Board of Education, which establishes that in the field of public education, the doctrine of separate but equal has no place. Separate education facilities are inherently unequal. As a parent, my job is to protect my children and keep them safe. The evidence overwhelmingly shows that wearing masks harms them the parent wrote closing in her letter the parent pleaded please help please you can change this it is the right thing to do i urge you to stand up rebecca day said or uh candy uh, caldwell says you must be over the target or they wouldn't censor you're absolutely right that's when they censor do let us know who you're if you're down here and you're watching uh do let us know where you're watching from leave it in the comments and when you leave a bunch of comments guys it also helps this thing travel to more conservatives on our feed so I appreciate that as well. Next story, Tennessee doctors who challenge consensus may lose license. Does this not sound more and more like the Soviet Union? Does this not sound like moving towards some kind of despotic uh, European decline? Here we go. During a recent meeting of the Tennessee Medical Board of Examiners adopted a policy for the Federation of State Medical Boards and Dr. Stephen Lloyd, Vice President of the Board, had this to say, if you're spreading willful misinformation, it's going to be really hard to do anything other than put you on probation or take your license for a year. I thought in science we were supposed to have a healthy conversation that we were supposed to be critical of things that were new that departed from medical norms like quarantining people without uh symptoms quarantining people that aren't sick i thought that that maybe we would look at all of medical history and go well maybe natural immunity typically does work better than man-made alternatives 
No, not, a, not according to Dr. Stephen Lloyd. Towards the end of the meeting, one of the members of the board was heard sharing the following statement about physicians. The days of your personal opinion being conveyed to your patient should be over. If you want to have a personal opinion, that should be shared with your spouse. Wow. Tanya says hello from Sevier County. Patrice Cope is from Livingston, Tennessee. Simone from Jonesboro, Tennessee. Thank you very much. It's never been about the science, Tim says. Aaron says, I'm sick of, of trying to work with these people. Talk is cheap. Gary Umble says, loving the live from Momo's bedroom. Why are you saying this is Momo's bedroom, Gary? Just because I have to, I happen to have some classical... Why is it people? This is not Momo's but Now listen, this back here was given to us as a wedding gift, Gary, from my late Aunt Ruby, who is now deceased, who we named our daughter after. I tell you, I'm going to cry myself to sleep tonight. All right, we do we do decorate our house in a very classical style. I was raised by uh, World War II generation. I can't help it. Save Shelby County. I don't know. It may be too late, Ben Fruit. Uh, back to the story. Um, Tennessee Christy Cooper said, So, on-the-job research and personal experience are no longer relevant. Apparently, the sole qualification to be considered an informed medical professional is that you agree to be a robot. It's getting there, and I'm telling you, this happens everywhere government and and service providers connect. Everywhere government and insurance and corporations and service providers connect, this is what you get. This is what you get. Because the government corrupts things, corporations corrupt things, and instead of there being a free flow of information, there's censorship. And that's what you got here. Next story, DOJ asks SCOTUS to bar Texas from enforcing new abortion law. Of all the things they've got to worry about, container ships setting out here, empty food shelves, inflation through the roof, an open border, buddy, you know, trying to prevent the murdering of children in the womb. That's what the Department of Justice needs to be focused on. Here we go. On Monday, the Department of Justice asked the U.S. Supreme Court to temporarily block Texas's recently passed law that bans abortions once a heartbeat is detectable. I don't understand if it, if it, I don't, I just, I don't know. It's just pure unadulterated evil. Last week, the Fifth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals stayed a preliminary injunction that would have prevented the state from enforcing Senate Bill 8. Acting Solicitor General Brian Fletcher has asked the Supreme Court to reverse the lower court's decision. Fletcher said in the stay application that the law defies past court rulings on abortion, such as Roe v. Wade, by banning abortion long before viability, indeed before many women even realize they're pregnant. The question now is whether Texas's nullification of the court's precedents should be allowed to continue while the courts consider the U.S. United States full suit. It's amazing. Why do I say that about Shelby? Brent, ben Fruit says, why do you say that, that, that Shelby County may be past redemption? I don't think it's really past redemption, but I think you've got the same problem I do here in Shelby County or in, in Hamilton County and the same problem that we have in Nashville, and that is you've got a, a blue center of crazy people and a lot of folks that uh, make their living living on the government dole. And uh, once that nucleus gets, gets established, unless you can turn out the county, really turn the county out, often you end up with a blue county. And it's very difficult. You can slow the decline, but sometimes I wonder if we can turn it back around. I don't mean to be a negative Nelly. I'm sorry. Back to the story. Holiday Blues? 
Economic challenges threaten the season with delay shortages and price hikes. Well, let me say one thing. I've seen this on uh, the intertube, and I do not agree with it. And this is one thing that they say. They say that Christmas is in peril uh, because of labor shortages. Well, I'm a born-again Christian, and Christmas, huh, Christmas ain't going to be canceled at my house. I don't care if uh, we eat rock candy, and of course, yours truly will probably get a lump of coal in his stocking. That's what I always get every year. Santa Claus knows that I'm, I'm kind of naughty. Uh, so, you know, it's about the birth of Jesus Christ. It's not about the stuff. And, uh, you know, last year I had coronavirus. And my whole family did too, and we had one of the best Christmases ever. And, you know, as long as you keep Christ in your heart, you don't have to worry about Christmas being canceled. Back to the story. A series of economic struggles that have grown increasingly worse this year will likely have a significant impact on holiday season, many economic experts predict. Uh, U.S. Representative Jim Jordan stated inflation is skyrocketing, gas prices are up, Halloween candy stuck in port, Thanksgiving turkeys more expensive, Christmas presents are late, getting ready for a rough holiday season in Joe Biden's America. Yeah, from a consumerism standpoint, I would agree with that. A series of supply chain issues have left many shelves empty around the country, and it's unclear when those problems will be resolved. Now listen, I think we're going to get these resolved because Pete Buttigieg is on the case. He's on the case. we got Kamala Harris who's working on the border. We could not be in better hands. Look at all the good things they have. Back to the story. Those prices have also been driven by a surge in gas prices in recent months. Well, we need to shut down our pipeline while we open up uh, pipelines with OPEC. I mean, that's that's Joe Biden's energy independence uh, story. Fuel price increases trickle down to all kinds of goods because they make it more expensive. And the Bureau of Economic Analysis data this month showed that uh, inflation is growing the fastest in 30 years. Hamilton County Mayor, hey. If you're in if you're in Hamilton County, I got a good story for you. Floyd says here he loves the antiques. Thank you, Floyd. Thank you. Thank you, Floyd. I appreciate that. Um Stacy Miller Dunn says Amen, and so does Rebecca Day. Um, I appreciate you much. And Antoinette is here. I've said that before. I think that is a, a beautiful name, Antoinette. Um back to the story. Hamilton County Mayor Jim Coppinger has announced he is not planning to vie for re-election in 2022. Thank goodness. I am sure he is a perfectly nice man. He has always been nice to me. I, I like him as an individual, but his policies are terrible. He loves tax increases. He's pro-union. He was one of the only Republican mayors to forcibly mask people and drive businesses out of our, and drive business out of our county. People in North Georgia and Cleveland that were right there on those county lines that owned restaurants in particular, said they'd never been busier. And all that business got pushed into North Georgia because Jim Coppinger does not believe in medical freedom. He does not believe that you and I can make good decisions. Uh, you know, I, I don't like people interfering, closing my gym down, uh, sending the health care Gestapo uh, and unelected health boards to go do things. I don't like that kind of stuff. That's not Republicans. And the thing that really bothers me the most is every time one of these rhinos uh, leaves office, the local Republican Party, which apparently doesn't really think about principles, they just think about people, as long as they can have them at some little event, praise them as if they are just stalwarts. When in fact, if you look at their record, they're just not conservative. And maybe being conservative is not important uh, when you're a Republican. It isn't. Apparently, a lot of these parties don't think it is. I think it is.
During his announcement in the course house, Steph Coffinger stated it is important that the public knows of his intentions, particularly people who are interested in county, uh, running for county mayor. Sabrina Smedley recent announced, uh, recently announced, and uh, I know her to be very conservative. I know her husband to be very conservative. Uh, she's considering it. And I'm sorry, she didn't announce it. She's considering it. We ran that post last night. Although Coppinger's party affiliation is Republican and considers himself a conservative, um, as revealed in an interview with the Tennessee Conservative a long time ago, his policies, policies have not always aligned with conservative principles, prompting Hamilton County residents and conservative Doug Chafee uh, to state in response to uh, Coppinger's announcement, thank God we may be blessed to have a conservative the next time in reference to the, Hamilton, the Hamilton County mayor's uh, future position. Mm-mm-mm. I believe that. All right, guys, that's your big seven. I've got big news. Uh, my brother from another mother, Thomas Brueggemann, uh, is coming in from Albertville, Alabama with his son, Corbin, and we're going to have us a good time this weekend. Uh, you know, it, he's, like, he's like my brother. He lived right down the road. We've been friends for 30-some-odd years, and uh, I've got a good weekend. I'm actually uh, going to a couple of fraternity events. I'm being inducted into this thing called the Court of Honor. Uh, and, and, and being a member of my fraternity is a big deal to me. I'm still actively involved. Uh, a lot of my friends that I've met are in their 70s, 80s, and 90s, all the way down to undergraduates and 20s. And the thing about uh, my fraternity is much like conservatism. There's a shared brotherhood. There's a shared commonality when you love your country, when you think individual liberty is important, when you think that, that, uh, that it's all about the family, when you have shared values and when you have a shared platform, it can bring people together that are very, very different. And if you're good at looking past uh, people's oddities, and I've got a lot of them, uh, you can form lifelong friendships. And so I'm nurturing one of those this weekend and uh, with one individual and another organization and a bunch of folks because it really is, you know, when you, when you go to your grave, you, you don't think, well, I wish I'd work one more hour. I wish I had, uh, I wish I'd drag one more thing because uh, you don't get to take it with you. Uh, what you want to be surrounded with is friends and family. And uh, taking care of friends and family in Tennessee is one reason I fight so hard for freedom. Uh, thank you so much. Gary Umble says, uh, Representative Scott Sapicki uh, will be submitting a bill in special session to recall school board members. It's time. This bill will need our support and it needs to pass. I agree. And Doug says, thanks for all you do from Cleveland, Tennessee. I love you guys. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. This has been the 10 Cons Big 7 Weekend Digest. And do go to uh, subscribe to our podcast, uh, The Tennessee Conservative. You can find it on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, if you like to listen, all of our interviews and the Big 7 Weekend Digest are there. And we went all the way back and picked all those puppies up so you can go back and listen to them if you'd like. We've got some good ones in there. Brandon Lewis here with the Tennessee Conservative. Love you guys. Be good. Take care. Have a good weekend. Be prepared for a fight next week. Watch your e-boxes. Watch your uh, text messages. Uh, we'll be sending out alerts so you can take action and we can get these medical committees to help us uh, get freedom back in the volunteer state. Take care.